let me read to us our devotional text this morning in Romans chapter 16 verse or Romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 just two verses for today but very important for us to grasp and let me that this will be an encouragement to us this morning welcome to our God's word for tonight for today devotional Romans 1 verse 16 and 17 for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. This is a very strong statement of Paul when he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. He was convinced how important and how valuable is the gospel to him and to the world. I am not ashamed of the gospel. He has the audacity to declare his pride in embracing and proclaiming the gospel to others. There is neither embarrassment nor fear that we can see in Paul's life or heart to declare the gospel towards others. And I pray that this will be also our resolve in our hearts that we will not be embarrassed and fearful, but take pride in a good sense that we have received and will be able to proclaim this gospel towards others. Have you experienced lately or a few days ago about somebody selling you on something, a product that you want to sell to you, they are peddling unto you, but you know that they are not so convinced about your product, you know, from their gestures, from the way they talk, that they are not really convinced. And I'm afraid that we Christians sometimes talk as if we don't believe that the gospel really is precious and valuable. And it is really powerful, just like the Apostle Paul here. Why is it that the Apostle Paul took pride in believing the gospel? He's not ashamed of the gospel. He said here that it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. To the Jew first, because they were the first who, who heard, who had the opportunity to hear the gospel. But it also spread to the other people around to the Greek. That was the promise of God in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 that the apostles will be witnesses from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria and even unto the ends of the world. The gospel is the only message. There is no other message that could bring salvation to all who believe. There is no other name given under heaven that we can be saved apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. And in fact, the Lord Jesus Christ also claimed, he said that he's the only way, the truth and the life. No man can go to the Father except through him. And that is a strong statement. When he said that he's the only way, there is no other way. There is no other truth. There is no other source of life apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other greater message other than this, that Jesus, who is a God who became man, was crucified at the cross. He died. He was buried, and three days later, he rose again. And if we believe in him, we will have eternal life. That's the gospel. So the key in order to receive salvation, in order for the gospel to really be effective in Saving us is faith. 
as Paul said here in verse 17, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. So we must believe the gospel. The righteous shall live by faith. It means that what makes you righteous, what makes you right, in right standing before God is not because of your righteousness. It's because of your obedience to the law, but by faith on the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. That's why he quoted this statement from the Old Testament, particularly in the book of Habakkuk. The righteous shall live by faith, or the just shall live by faith. The righteousness of God is received by faith in Christ alone. Christ's sacrifice is the only means that makes us righteous. As Paul explains in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, let me read. For our sake he made him, Jesus, to be sin, when you know sin, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So there was a great, or there would be a great exchange if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He who is sin, sinless, he became sin. Means that he carried our sins in his body at the cross. When he died at the cross, he was punished because he carried the sins of the whole world, including your sins and the sins of everyone else in this world. So that if we believe in him, we will be clothed upon by the righteousness of Christ. It's not that we can that we are righteous, but we are clothed upon, we are covered by the righteousness of Christ so that we can be reconciled unto God. When we believe in the gospel, we will be declared righteous. We will be declared as righteous or we are reconciled and having a peace with God. As Romans 5 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we have been justified or declared righteous by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So reconciliation means that there was a separation in the past because of sin. But because when you and I repent of our sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we were brought back unto him, reconciled unto him. So the separation now is brought back. There is now a connection so the wall has been shattered down so that we will have a new relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and God himself. We are reconciled with God. As one's valued possession could be a trust to another, as the saying goes, that one, one's trust is somebody's gold and one's gold is somebody's trust. The gospel is a stupid or a stupidity to the unbelievers. So the gospel is not always valuable. And in fact, people call us stupid when we believe the gospel. And this is what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 and 24, when he wrote this epistle to the Christians at, at, at Corinth. He said, we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews, a folly or foolishness to the Gentiles, a stupidity to the Gentiles. But to those who are called both Jews and, Gen and Greeks, 
to the believers, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. So I don't know about you. When you hear about this news, not an opinion, not a suggestion, but the news more than 2,000 years ago, that there was this sinless man. His name was Jesus. He was crucified. And on that cross that he was crucified, he cried out, it is finished. He cried out that the payment of sins had been paid in full. He was buried, and three days later he rose again to prove that he is not just man, that he is God. I don't know if what would be your response to that news. Not a suggestion, but a news, an event in the past. Maybe you've heard this because you grew up in a home where you celebrate Christmas and you go to church and you hear about Jesus, but you have not thought upon the the, the um, possibility of relationship with the, this the, with the Lord Jesus Christ. For he offered that we can be reconciled with him if we believe in him, if we repent of our sins. So we are either on the two sides of the cross, whether we reject or we receive the gospel. Either you hear the, the gospel and you reject it, you take it for granted or you count it as nothing or it's a stupidity or you value it or you cherish it like Paul, I am another shame of the gospel. Yes, the cross for you is a foolishness, but for me, it is the power of God. I hope that we will choose with Paul that we will not be ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the cross. Do you take pride in a good sense of the gospel, of the cross? I hope you do. Let us pray. Father, thank you that we can see here the conviction and the resolve of Paul, really, that he is not ashamed of the gospel because it is powerful. And there's no other power that can save us from sin and the sins of the world other than this, the gospel, that Jesus died for the sins of the whole world so that everyone who believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Let, Lord, let it be that there will be many who will hear this podcast or these words of God, either a video or by audio, that they will realize their need of Jesus. They will repent of their sins and believe on Jesus and be saved wonderfully. Lord, I know that you will not allow your words to return unto you in vain. Lord, let it be that salvation will come to those who are not yet saved. And it will strengthen our hearts who are saved already to really be committed and have our souls just like Paul. Help us, Lord, to be faithful witness of the gospel, to proclaim this to our loved ones, to our colleagues, to everyone who need the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.